Good morning, everyone. Shabbat Shalom. This week's Torah portion is entitled Vezol Habarach, meaning, and this is the blessing. And it completes the annual cycle of Torah readings, and it covers Deuteronomy chapter 33, verse 1, and goes to chapter 34, verse 12. The parasha recounts the blessings Moses gave each of the 12 tribes of Israel before his death. The structure of the blessings is similar in fashion to the way that Jacob blessed his 12 sons in Genesis chapter 49. Moses assigns and empowers each tribe with its individual role within the community of Israel. Since Moses was the one who recorded Jacob's blessing, it's not unlikely to think that he consciously modeled his blessing after Jacob's. In previous chapters, Moses recounted the Lord's anger towards Israel because of their collective sins. Here at the end, he leaves them his peace and his blessings. And this reminded me a bit of Yeshua's words to his disciples in Luke chapter 24, where he blessed them, he assured them, and he sent them forward with assigned roles. Moses begins his blessing with a description of the mighty appearances of God when giving them the law and the great advantage that Israel had by it. He then blesses each tribe individually and uniquely. One tribe was giving a blessing of strength to another protection, while some were promised the best of the land. Each blessing was appropriate to the tribe itself and even to their future. One could say that in some ways these blessings were tailor-made, which gratefully is exactly how Adonai relates to each of us. Each of us is unique in our creation. We each have different situations, different paths that we walk into which we're called. Adonai does not bless his children out of favoritism, but instead by what he has in store for us individually. As Rabbi Paul wrote, there are many parts to the body, each with its own unique function. The body of Messiah is the same way. We all have a role to play, and Adonai will bless us, equip us, and order our steps differently to accomplish his will. So when we see others being blessed in a way that we may not be, Instead of comparing ourselves or being jealous or wondering what's wrong with us or even doubting God, we should understand that we each serve him differently and Adonai's relationship is unique with each of us and what he considers most needed in your life may not be what's needed in my life at the moment. I was particularly drawn to the guidance given to the Levites. Moses prayed for wisdom and discernment to be revealed through God's servants. The Levites were to have an educational role in the interpretation and application of God's law. They were responsible for Israel's formal system of worship. The Levites' role was like that today of uh, today's pastors, messianic teachers, and preachers and rabbis. Um, They led the people in worship, and they taught the word of God, and as such, they were also held to a stricter standard. It's interesting to see what Moses prayed for them at the end of their blessing. He says, Lord, help their tribe to grow strong. Be pleased with what they do. Crush all their enemies and let them never rise again. The focus was on strength and protection, and this shows that spiritual leaders would experience weakness and discouragement at some point. It anticipates opposition from people determined to cause discord and destruction. Moses refers to these people as enemies, yet is confident that God will prevail. Chapter 34 then describes Moses ascending Mount Nebo from where he was allowed to see the promised land. And scripture tells us that Moses, the servant of God, died there in the land of Moab according to God's will and that no man knows his burial place to this day. The Torah concludes by attesting that since that time, there has not arisen a prophet in Israel like Moses whom God knew face to face.
Now, there are many parallels between Moses and Yeshua, our Savior. Just as there was a 400-year interval between Adonai, I'm sorry, just as there was a 400-year interval before Adonai sent Moses to deliver Israel from bondage, so too 400 years passed between the time of Malachi's last prophecy when Adonai sent his son Yeshua to deliver Israel from her ultimate bondage of sin and death. Both Moses and Yeshua knew Adonai panim el panim, or face to face. Adonai spoke directly to both Moses and Yeshua, and each was a singular authoritative spokesman of God. Each mediated a covenant of blood. Moses facilitated the earlier covenant and Yeshua the new covenant. Just as Moses, by God's direction, instituted Passover as a means by which death passed over those Israelis who trusted in God's promise of the blood of the Lamb, so too Yeshua offered himself as the sacrificial Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Just as Moses brought about a resurrection, as it were, of the people of Israel passing safely through the Red Sea, so Yeshua became the first fruits of the resurrection when he rose from the dead. Just as the Torah was given to Israel 50 days after the exodus from Israel, so Yeshua sent the Holy Spirit to inaugurate his church 50 days after his resurrection. In Deuteronomy 18, Moses declared, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from your brothers. It is to him that you shall listen. I tell you the truth, Yeshua is that prophet. In Yeshua's kingdom, it is those who lead with humility who are considered strong. Victory over one's enemies comes not by defeating them physically, but by praying for them. Those who please God do so by starting with faith, not by starting with works. We need leaders today who allow God to fight their battles, rock-solid, humble prayer warriors who trust God completely and don't give up, but are confident that they can do all things through the Yeshua who strengthens them. I pray that Adonai will raise up mighty spiritual leaders in these last days to help us on our journey to our eternal homes in heaven. May Adonai bless you all. Shabbat Shalom. Excellent message, Roman. However, I uh, found a mistake. Uh, and that was the comparison of the 50, let's see, 40 days, 50 days between Yeshua and Moses, the 50 days, right? The giving of... Um, the word of God doesn't say it was 50 days, um, you know, from leaving Egypt till when the law was given. It doesn't say 50. Exodus 19, in the third month after the Israelis left Egypt, on the very day, they came to the desert of Sinai. So Jewish tradition, when we celebrate um, Shavuot, the rabbis say, yes, it was 50 days. That's why we're celebrating uh, you know, uh, Shavuot, uh, they've refocused Shavuot uh, from an agricultural holiday to the giving of the Torah, 50 days. But the word of God doesn't say it was 50 days. It simply says it was uh, in the third month after we left Egypt on the very day. So not 50 days. I want to be precise. Everything we say, I want it to be right, and if we make a mistake, we are going to correct it 